Reverend Matthews was in his study at the church when he noticed snow falling outside his office window. He laid his reading glasses down on his Bible and pushed himself back from the desk. He walked to the window to look out on the street below. The street was blocked with cars as far as eyes could see. Snow in Atlanta was a seldom occurrence, and he knew the city was not well prepared for it. Unfortunately, in the south, ice usually accompanied any snow they got, which meant many of the streets and highways would be shut down. He pulled on his scarf and wool overcoat and walked out to look at Peachtree Street. A blast of cold air greeted him when he opened the door leading from the sanctuary onto the street. He was startled for a moment to see all four lanes of the street choke bumper-to-bumper cars. Peachtree looked like a parking lot. The snow was continuing to fall, and the sidewalk and steps leading to the sanctuary were beginning to ice over. It suddenly occurred to him that he might have a difficult time getting home. If the sidewalk was icing, the streets could not be far behind. The thought of sleeping at the church did not bother him much. He had slept in his office a time or two over the years for one reason or another. He had a few canned goods and some instant oatmeal in his desk. There were a couple of cases of bottled water and a small stock of coffee on hand for Sunday school classes and other church events. He even had a pillow and a wool blanket in the closet of his office for just this kind of occasion. His thoughts turned to the people in the cars. Would they all get home? If Peachtree was jammed up like this, it had to mean that the interstate wasn't moving either. He carefully made his way back into the church, navigating past the ice patches developing on the concrete surfaces. He returned to his office and turned on the radio. The news staff was reporting that all four major highways were overwhelmed with traffic. The schools notified parents that they were closing for inclement weather at 1 p.m., so parents began leaving work in a rush to pick up their children from school. Within minutes, over two million people were trying to leave work to drive to their children's school. It was simply more traffic than the Atlanta roads could support. Meanwhile, as the cars sat motionless on the streets and interstates, temperatures continued to fall, as did the snow. Initially, the roads were warm enough that the snow melted for the first couple of hours, but as the temperatures dropped, the melted snow became ice. Bridges began to freeze, and numerous hills became impassable. As he thought about what was developing just a few blocks away on the highway and just outside the church on Peachtree Street, he wondered about the homeless. How many would not find a bed in a shelter and need a warm place for the night? He picked up his office phone and called Elvin Smith. Elvin answered on the third ring. Elvin, it's Reverend Matthews. I am concerned about how many people will be seeking shelter tonight and how many will not find a bed in the local shelters, he said. Elvin responded, Preacher, I was thinking the same thing. There are people stuck out on the interstate that will run out of gas and be stuck in their cars before long. What do you think about opening up the Fellowship Hall tonight as an emergency shelter? The preacher paused and glanced out the window, noticing that the cars had not moved since he walked outside. Opening the Fellowship Hall would not be a problem, but we are going to need blankets, water, food, and volunteers, Matthews answered. Elvin was already developing a plan in his mind. Call the Salvation Army and see if they can help. I will call the men from my Sunday school class and see if we can get to the church. Reverend Matthews dialed the Salvation Army and told them what they wanted to do. The person who answered provided some hope. Although the streets were blocked with traffic, they had some ATVs using the sidewalks to shuttle supplies to temporary shelters. Matthews then called the Atlanta Mission to offer their facility as an overflow for the night, and he called the local news to get the word out. Once he was off the phone, 
He walked down to the fellowship hall and turned on the heat. 